Welcome to Mental Health Hacks, where we dig into improving our mental health through different avenues like biological, psychological, and spiritual. My name is Danielle Elizabeth, and I am your host. Let's get into today's hack. Today's mental health hack is self-compassion. We are over a year into a global pandemic. If you live where I live, we are actually in the strictest lockdown that we've ever been in um, since this whole thing started. And we have so much expectations for ourselves and so little tolerance for us not meeting those expectations. And so today I want to remind you to have self-compassion on yourself. And if you need to, write yourself a letter as if you are standing on the outside looking at yourself and you're someone else and you're watching you berate yourself for not handling this the way you might want. This is hard. Give yourself some grace. So today's mental health hack is self-compassion. Have self-compassion for yourself. We are so hard on ourselves. It is unbelievable. The expectations we have of ourselves, the, um, the unwillingness to, you know, acknowledge when things are hard and to readjust our own, um, expectations of what results we can produce would given different circumstances, we have this kind of ideal expectation that sometimes for some of us, even on our best days, we could not even live up to that standard. Um, But even if we could on good days, when we have bad days or when we have, um, you know, challenging seasons of life, we don't adjust those standards. And that just brings in you know shame and guilt and we get really attacked with those mind ninjas that's what I like to call um, things like shame and guilt they're mind ninjas they are sneaky they attack and they are against you so this hack is way easier said than done Having compassion on yourself is hard if you have struggled with your self-worth, your self-esteem, your view of yourself, kind of your self-concept, and very much is impacted by things like, you know, your upbringing, messages that you received from there, your belief system, your value system, um, your thought life your emotions, um, it's all very intertwined with that. But one technique that I have found to be very, very helpful is um, it's a part of Dr. Caroline Leaf, Caroline Leaf's um, neurocycle, and she gives a bunch of different um, ways to help us, you know, manage our, our mind. And this one is called the MPA, and it's the Multiple Perspective Advantage. And it's basically 
looking at yourself from almost like the outside, from a third party. And so I've in the past done things like, oh, what would you tell a friend in this situation? I use that with my kids a lot. Like if your friend was having this feeling like this, what would you tell them? And that helps you kind of step outside of yourself and look at the actual, like, you know, information and you would, you, uh, you look at it very much more objectively because you're taking all of the challenges and negativity uh, about your, how you view yourself out of it. Um, but this MPA, so there's that, there is that, that is a good one, um, to just like look at it like it was like a different person. So like a, uh, like a friend, a family member, something like, so what would, what advice would you give them? How would you maybe comfort them? What would you tell them? Things like that. But this MPA is actually stepping outside of yourself and pretending to be someone else observing you and observing kind of like what you're doing and why I see this as different is because it's actually looking at your own actions through like an objective lens so like let's say I am really stressed out and eating chocolate all the time okay so if I was going to like talk to a friend about it, I could like, it's like, you're more kind of like giving them advice. You're telling them things maybe that you've learned about stuff like, Oh, this is how I've overcome that stuff like that. When you're doing this MPA and you're, you're talking basically to yourself about yourself, you're looking at, you know, deeper things like, well, why are you doing that? Um, so you, you could be like, I'm noticing that, you know, this situation over here is you're getting stressed about this. And then now at night when you're feeling very overwhelmed by that, you're starting to eat chocolate. So it's really like, it's a lot more personal to your situation, but it's also like connecting your behaviors and your emotions and stuff. Um, but to do that, you need to kind of almost step outside yourself. And so this MPA is very, very helpful. I find it to be one of the um, kind of tactics that um, Dr. Caroline Leaf has come up with to be very um, practical and helpful. Um, but the also the other cool part of it is that it is very, like she calls it a directed neuroplasticity kind of method. So um, if you've ever heard that like we can change our neural pathways and that our brain is, you know, malleable and changeable and that, you know, if you are stuck in negative thinking that you don't have to stay stuck there, that you can actually do things to help change the kind of pathways that your brain uses, um, especially within our thought life. Um, and so the MPA is actually one of these techniques that is like been proven to help with that process. And so um, not only is it helping you um, see yourself and connect some things for yourself, it actually is helping the process of changing um, your brain and how you think. But so that's helpful, of course, um, you know, use the MPA and that will kind of give you more of an awareness. But the compassion part of it really comes down to giving yourself, you know, grace and, you know, cutting yourself some slack 
sometimes, and this doesn't have to be all the time, but especially if you are, you know, struggling in your mental health right now, um, you need to change the standards that you're holding yourself to, the expectations that you are, um, you know, comparing yourself against, and that even if you lower your standards and your expectations and you don't meet them, um, to be able to be okay with that. And again, I understand that that's easier said than done if you're kind of a type A person or productivity is um, something that is valuable to you but also is connected to kind of how you feel about yourself um, at the end of the day. If you um, struggle with, you know, oh, I wanted to set out and get these things done and I didn't get them done, if that really affects you, um, that is almost more of a sign that you need this compassion and grace for yourself. Um, but I think, like, obviously, like always, um, looking to, you know, Jesus and how he operated and operates with us. And it is like grace all the time. And, you know, a lot of people look at grace as, you know, this unmerited favor towards us. And it is, but grace is so much more. I remember my counselor saying to me once, if people truly understood grace and understood what walking in grace with God looks like, it would just change everything. And so if you want to look at the true role model of this, um, we need to look at what and how Jesus has this grace and compassion and, you know, unlimited forgiveness and unlimited love um, for us, um, even when we mess up and even when we fail and even when we don't produce the results that we intended to. And so, um, I just believe it at that, that if you want the ideal role model in all areas, but today talking specifically about compassion and grace on for ourselves, um, that open your Bible and dig into that because that is a powerful, powerful um, concept that um, we do not access and utilize quite enough. And so that is today's mental health hack.